0: The swift and sudden collapse of Silicon Valley Bank uh, continues to send aftershocks throughout the financial system around the world, really. uh, There's all kinds of uh, bank stocks taking a hit overseas in the United States. Um, Canada also seeing some uneasiness, but um, all in all, not quite as bad as some other places. Um, But... Does that mean it's going to stay that way? Is there a chance that, you know, Canada could be affected in some way or another? I guess that's the question that everybody's asking. It's primarily bank stocks that are losing value all around the world. Although I think the big three in Canada are doing quite well, seen as being quite safe. Anyway, let's get the details on, on what's happened and where we might be headed. We're going to speak with John Ruffalo, who's a venture capitalist and the founding and managing partner of Mavericks Private Equity. John, thank you for joining us. I appreciate your time today.
1: No, thank you very much, uh, Shay. It's a pleasure.
0: You know, so just to start, I mean, when we talk about a swift and sudden collapse, this really was, right? It seemed to almost come out of the blue. Like I don't remember hearing much of anything about this until all of a sudden, you know, things were being seized and shut down, and it seemed to happen almost in a snap.
1: Yes, it was a uh, shocking amount of speed. Now, the first indications uh, publicly, anyways, was on February the twenty-second on an article by the Financial Times of London, which discussed a troubling balance sheet issue. And a week later, I was waiting for a good response from the CEO, because very coincidentally, we were together speaking at a conference in Los Angeles, Hmm. and his response absolutely stunned me.
0: Now, the response was also very quick from governments of different levels, Canada, uh, EU, and of course, the US jumping in right away. Did they handle it the right way? Did they get in quickly enough?
1: Um, yes, they did. Although I have to say that the U.S. Uh, FDIC gave us a heart attack. Uh, we wish that they would have come in and stepped in uh, on a on the Friday but they did uh, step in at Sunday at 6 p.m. If they did not, there was a massive risk of contagion uh, across the financial system, and the problem would would be a multiple of what it turned out to be.
0: In terms of that contagion, like we're still seeing some ripple effects being felt throughout markets all around the world today, but by and large, we're not seeing other banks go under, right, so that contagion has been controlled?
1: it has been so this is very very different from the financial crisis of 2009 and the problem there is um, it was the securities in which they were investing and had a ripple effect across a series of banks here so far anyway we have one boneheaded move by one bank that it's very very disappointing but we think uh, at least as of right now the contagion is controlled
0: Good. But these ripple effects that we're seeing, how serious are those? It seems to be affecting primarily bank stocks right now, John. Correct. So here's where the ripple
1: effect is starting to really show itself. But it's not a direct effect. It's an indirect effect. In the United States, you have a few very, very large banks, but you have a series of smaller regional banks. The regional banks are taking a hit. The public is worried about trusting confidence. They did take a hit on the larger banks, but I think that's going to bounce back quickly. The same thing in Canada, You know, the bank stocks here took a hit, but again, it's because people are just scared. But at the end of the day, Canada doesn't have the same system. We, we are dominated by a few very large capitalized banks.
0: Does it turn into something bigger or are we just sort of working our way through it here John like it, you know I mean like I say we're seeing some bank stocks that seem to be going down but in terms of other businesses going under banks going under it looks like that's not on the radar right
1: Yes, that's correct. So from a Canadian perspective, we think the res- the direct response is muted. Yeah. The, the, the more longer term question that we still have is Silicon Valley Bank was, a, was a, an important player in the Canadian technology ecosystem. Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. them gone, is there someone replacing them or not? And what will be the response of the large banks? who have now dominated the space in the last few years uh, you know will they start increasing their pricing will they get pickier in issuing loans they say that they won't and I, and I do believe that's the intention but it still remains to be seen what is the longer term impact of a loss of a great competitor.
0: Um, I'm wondering, I saw a quote from um, the uh, head of Morgan Stanley Bank, and you know, definitely economic conditions have changed with inflation and interest rates and all the things that we've gone through in the last year. And he says, you know what? Get used to it. We all got really used to cheap money. Uh, Those days are gone. Uh, It's going to cost more. We're going to be living back in a higher interest rate world. So expect more things like this. It's It's an adjustment that needed to happen. Do you put any stock in what he's saying?
1: Absolutely. So, so, so this is the truth of it. Let's ignore Silicon Valley Bank. The, the financing bubble blew up earlier this year. We predicted this. We were waiting for it happen. You know, we had raised a half a billion dollars and waited an entire year before deploying the capital. We were waiting for it. Everyone was waiting for it. It just happened. And you know what? The last thing that you need is another important bank. You know, to add, you know, insult to injury, but at the end of the day, this was all happening already.
0: Okay. Interesting. All right. And and then, you know, like some people say in Silicon Valley just made some bad moves. They did this to themselves.
1: Yeah. Now, in Silicon Valley, their market share was very high. So uh, when you asked me what is the impact in the United States, it's a, it's a very material impact there. And the technology industry is going to be hurting there. But the same can't be said in Canada. Again, they had good market share. But CIBC, for example, had greater market share than they did in this particular space.
0: Gotcha. John, that makes such great sense. I really appreciate you being here with us today. Thank you. We'll chat again. Great. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. That's John Ruffalo, venture capitalist and founding and managing partner of Mavericks Private Equity.